Financial Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Today I vote that the uh, music bed that's currently playing for social studies is way too upbeat, way too uh, looking toward the future. Can, mm. can, can we have an alternate bed today? I've got, I've got one ready to go. Oh no! It's time for some time for some social studies yeah, with Sarah. At the end of the line. <laughs> oh man, are we really going to keep this the whole time? No, we can. no, we can. I got the instrumental version. Can't throw off Sarah's vibe like that, Vinny. We're all going to ha- want to sing the chorus. <laughs> I didn't even bring my lighter with me today. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Twitter is still here, and so are we on social studies here on Bigley and Murata Mornings. Thanks so much uh, for everybody who participates, tunes in, has a good time with us. We really appreciate it for however much longer this segment exists. All right, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, pretty long injury report for the Cardinals yesterday and their, their first day back on the practice field uh, ahead of Monday night football against San Francisco. We're asking guys, other than the quarterback, who most needs to have a good game to be the 49ers. Let's just assume Byron Murphy Jr. is available. Let's assume DeAndre Hopkins is available. I'm going way off the uh, off the beaten path here. Matt Prater. Oh, oh. come on. If Matt the Cardinals Prater? are going to win this game, Matt it might come down to a Prater? field goal. Get, we, is he definitely back this think, week? I think he's, I think he's day-to-day. Oh, <laughs> Oh, man. Might come down to a field goal. If your kicker doesn't have a good game, you're done. Do you think it'll come down I'm, to a field goal? I'm hoping. Okay. I'm hoping for a good game. Vic, what do you but think? I didn't want to say the same well, that, things either. That's right. With that altitude, too, you could probably kick it from 70. You could. Uh, Isaiah Simmons. He was on my list as well. He's on my list because he's made one real impactful play, I think, in each of the last three games. And and this is a game, like Vinny said, where the 49er ball carriers, whether they're wide receivers or running backs, they're not running the ball. They are coming at you hard. Mm -hmm. And and Isaiah Simmons is a great counter hammer. And and I think that, you know, if if he puts... Counter hammer, I like that. Right. And if he puts one of those games uh, together... uh, could be very impactful. And is he going to be guarding George Kittle is what I want to know. Probably at times. And Isaiah Simmons, for all of his growth this year, um, you know, the, the coverage against tight ends has, has still been kind of a struggle at times. Through my eyes. So that, I think that's a good, good gift. Definitely a better pick than me. What did everybody else say? <laughs> well, you're not. Some some people did write in kicker, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, maybe they were being sarcastic. I don't know. Derek Bay says definitely JJ Watt so that Jimmy Garoppolo has less time to throw. Paul Richard Calderon says DeAndre Hopkins, if he is available. Again, the question was aside from the quarterback, who most needs to have a good game to beat the 49ers? Brandon Fontes. This might be tough. He says it's got to be Trey McBride. Step up, man. Show everyone on a national level and in a different country why you were the best tight end in the draft. Should we be relying on Trey McBride to have a strong game? I don't think you can rely on it, but it would certainly be nice if he did step up. Uh, Apache Sturdy game is what we need. Sturdy. Oh, speaking of sturdy, James Conner, Apache Jedi Bear, says the beast, James Conner, if he is beastly, the offense will open up regardless of who is at quarterback. The running game has to work. We're moving on to our next 
question here. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt is one of the many who got away in Arizona sports. And last night he was uh, voted as the NL MVP with the St. Louis Cardinals. Paul Goldschmidt. There it is. (laughs) So of of the many athletes who um, maybe were given up on by their Arizona team or just kind of passed off by their Arizona team, whose success elsewhere has been most upsetting or or frustrating for you to witness? I love this question. Because if there's a sports city, I know every sports city would say, this is so us. Yeah. All the pain that we've dealt with, but, you know, we're, we're biased to here, and it certainly applies. For me, it was tough for me to watch Anquan Bolden win a Super Bowl with another team. Oh, I love that. I was so happy for him. So that that was that one was not I was happy for, for him, but I was sad for us. I, I'm trying to think if there is if there's one that I wasn't happy for, like an athlete that left that you didn't like that won. Well, maybe not that you weren't happy for them, but it just like hurt your heart to see them succeed. Like, oh, we shouldn't have given up on this guy. I wish he would have never left. The Bolden thing was definitely more of a heart hurter for me. And I was happy for him, even though I don't really care about the Ravens. Yeah. Does that change it at all for you, Vic? No. No. I I, I remember really cheering for him to win that Super Bowl and feeling really good about it that he did. Because the breakup with the Cardinals was just so unfortunate. Yeah. Before Uh, all the stuff happened with Trevor Bauer. That felt sort of like painful. The stuff. That uh, they gave up on him so young. And then he became yeah. the Cy Young only a couple of years later. Same with Robbie Ray. Golly, they have a Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Mm. Scherzer was definitely the most popular. Scherzer, though, they never would have paid him whatever the $500 million he's made in his career. No, because they would only pay that to uh, you know pitchers in their late 30s. Yes. <laughs> so Max Scherzer, uh, probably the, the most popular response for the guy who got away, basically, in Arizona sports. Uh, Adam Hansen says Terrell sucks. The Cardinals could have and should have drafted. That was their biggest mistake by far. That's a good one. Uh, I was so mad that draft day. I was irate that they didn't pick him. Paul Goldschmidt, another popular response. The inspiration for this question as well. And then Joe Johnson says, it's Dylan VSS. I remember Mike D'Antoni saying, you don't want to mess with Joe's money. And that's exactly what Robert Sarver did. A major blow to the seven seconds or less era. Uh, Dylan also had uh, a response. Let's hear it, Dylan. And Daylight Films too, for for the old timers. Dennis Let's Dennis Johnson won multiple titles with the Boston Celtics after what I think was one of the worst trades in the history of Phoenix sports. Dennis Johnson for Rick Roby. Jerry Colangelo was hell bent on. He was uh, no, it was Reggie Roby. Oh, sorry. Uh, he was hell bent on getting a big center, so they got the <laughs> backup center for the Celtics. Uh huh. That didn't quite work out. What was Daylight no. Films' response? Dennis Johnson, Dansby Swanson, oh, and Sean Marion. Ah, uh, no, I thought they were all yeah. going to rhyme. Dennis Johnson? Dansby Swanson. Mark Ronson. Oh! Featuring Bruno Mars. <laughs> Boom. All right, let's get to our final question on today's edition of Social Studies. We're the doing fitting end. We're doing some some Twitter confessions, guys, uh, with all of the swirl around the impending doom. That may not actually even be real. That's just kind of an assumption that we're all making. Uh, so if today is the last day of Twitter, what's one thing you need to get off your chest? Whether it's to a celebrity, to an athlete, to a team, or just an opinion you need to get out into the world. I'm a bot. <laughs> I know it. That's good. That's pretty good. Go to the, re- go to the results, Sarah. Hey, Joe Bot. 
Okay, Ralph Amsden says the Dodgers didn't just pee in the Diamondbacks pool. They peed on each other as well. Never That's forget excellent. that. That's excellent. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, AZ Kid says he needs to say, Jarrett Carlin's a great singer-songwriter. No matter what people say, I am still looking for a greatest hits album. Oh, my goodness. What's your archive at? Over I think 400? we found Jarrett's no, burner. Maybe not that high, but I, I don't know. I haven't counted. I've been So there's 16 games a year, essentially, for... Ten, I probably have two hundred songs all together. Wow. Counting your son really? songs between no, but yeah, between Cardinals and other ones. The new Jarrett Carlin song parody box I mean, set. I did thirty two <laughs> time life music. You really, you I did thirty two really David Johnson songs just on his own. You really should have put them together. People would buy those as as, as gag holiday gifts. You 100%. could post them on Spotify. Hundred percent. I don't know if it's one of those. Uh, the, uh, the company I work for owns my intellectual property or whatever. I think that's an insult to call that intellectual, intellectual property. property. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's get some more responses here. For it always turns around. That was a compliment she read, and now we're... I know. Jimmy from Philly would ask Pete Davidson, what's your secret? <laughs> um, again! He's at it again! I know. It it's again. ridiculous. Uh, to every football announcer, Raider, Raider says, stop saying that players are on a pitch count. It's a snap count for football players. Uh-huh. Uh, Bickley is the goat, says Johnny BKC. Oh, like that guy. Love that. I love that guy. Bickley doesn't smell like a goat. <laughs> oh, oh like I, a dolphin I misunderstood. And then Kyle Martin says, Santonio's, Santonio Holmes' toes were down. Mm. For cover. No, they weren't. I want to. Can I read Derek? Shush you. This is <laughs> this is from Derek. I'd finally want the Rock to tell us what he was cooking after all these years. <laughs> we kept smelling and smelling, but never found out what was being cooked. Yeah, that's the, that's the longest tease of all time, yeah. isn't it? Truly. Quickly, mock my world update from yesterday. We drafted best favorite greatest things about Mexico in honor of the Mexico City game on Monday. Vince Morata, you have a convincing lead, 37% wow. right now. Dos Equis, Rocky Point, Salma Hayek, and Julio Cesar I Chavez. Which yeah. pick, uh, yes, I wonder, drove, I wonder which yeah. pick drove the votes on no, that one. I know, what you're, yeah, I know what you're getting at, but it's the Rocky Point one that did it. That's you also think? good. That's also, I also did somebody pointed out to, to get Julio Cesar Chavez, the greatest Mexican boxer of all time in the fourth round, was yeah. a steal. That yes. was, yeah. One listen, person definitely said that. That was one category. A dozen I've, said something else. Because Canelo Alvarez is Yes, that's also Mexico, a good one. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. That, yep. I forgot completely to check that genre. Yeah. I have 31% of the vote in second. Jarrett's got 20% of the vote. Bick, you've got 12%. Which of is the unbelievable vote. seeing that I have a tortilla as my number one Delicious. pick. There is yeah. nothing better than a and tortilla. And the sales job you did on the tortilla. <laughs> Mouthwatering. You ever seen it, Jarrett? Oh. When you can just oh, pull it apart, man. And steam, <laughs> and it's like it's somehow it's soft and pillowy, but it's also like chewy. Oh, it's the greatest. It's a it breakfast so- burrito Friday. Oh. One hour left, Vince. Well, if that was it, that was really underwhelming. Uh, that was social studies. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> it wasn't our best. I'm joking. Uh, every morning at nine o'clock until further notice. Coming up next, might. Might we be getting some rumblings on the Jay Crowder trade front? Some news from Shams. We'll share it with you straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata mornings.
Suns in action tonight. Salt Lake City against the uh, Utah Jazz, a game you will hear on the Arizona Sports app here in 98.7. Uh, Jazz have been a surprise. Suns coming off a, another impressive win over the Golden State Warriors. They are shorthanded. Jay Crowder, as of uh, this morning, is still on the Suns roster, Bick. Uh, he has not uh, been with the team at all. Um, kind of now we're to the point of curiousness, I think. Yes. Uh, you're getting into late November. Going toward the uh, you know the, that Christmas mark of of the of schedule that is so important in the NBA, and there just doesn't seem to be much urgency. At least there hasn't been to this point to move Jay Crowder and get something in return for him. Right, that might be changing. There's been there's been a flood of rumors, and there's another one this morning uh, coming from Shams Charania on the Athletic, centering around uh, John Collins from the Atlanta Hawks, who is a very very common subject of trade rumors coming out of Atlanta. Um, he, you know, he, he says that there's, you know, interest in, in John Collins around the league, but uh, he writes, across the league, multiple teams are tracking the Phoenix Suns in the trade market as they try to work to find a home for disgruntled forward Jay Crowder. The Milwaukee Bucks and Atlanta Hawks have been engaged with the Suns on a potential Crowder deal in recent weeks and months, but recently there's been a new wrinkle across the trade landscape. The Hawks have opened up preliminary trade discussions around forward John Collins as interested teams inquire. League sources tell The Athletic. He also writes the Suns are a team showing desire in Collins, those sources have added, but... They appear uninclined to take on the long-term money of uh, Collins, who is in the second year of a five-year, $125 million contract. He adds the Hawks don't have an imminent deal in place involving Collins, uh, and executives around the league believe that a potential deal will be weeks and potentially months in the making ahead of the February 9th Ooh. trade deadline. Wow. Well, listen, if you ask me, I'd rather have John Collins than Grayson Allen. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've always it, been a fan of listen, John Collins' game. And and to me, this is what's interesting here, a couple different things. Number one, um, there is, there's been a, a groundswell in people saying, what is going on here? The Suns need some more physicality. They need another piece. Why is this guy being allowed to sit on the sideline, collect paychecks when he's doing nothing for the team? So there, there's sort of some quasi-urgency that's being built up about this. But I will say this. As deliberate as this has been, it's really going to feel like, because Jay Crowder is now so far out of Suns fans' minds in terms of a basketball player, it's going to feel like, wow, we just got a, an extra piece Yeah, got something for nothing. We got something for mm-hmm. nothing. And, and that won't be the case, but it's going to feel that way based on how the Suns have voluntarily told him, just go away. Yeah, it's kind we'll of the, pay it, just the, go away. That, that result would be kind of their own creation and, and Jay Crowder's creation for and, that matter. And the more, the more time it goes, and we said this earlier and it bears repeating, the, as much as we've been saddled with mysteries upon mysteries upon mysteries from what happened last year, this Jay Crowder thing might take it all. What happened between Jay Crowder and this team that it got to this point? Yeah, mm-hmm. that to me is just really weird. That it got to this point where neither side wants to work something out. Apparently, yeah, and and and, and right, and it's gotten to the point where you know they even with the injury to Cam. Johnson, Johnson? even with the injury to Cam Johnson, it it couldn't reconcile these parties, even even in the short term. If this was a marriage, they'd be citing irreconcilable differences at this (laughs) point. Right. And so I wonder what precipitated that. Because near the end of the Mavericks series, everything was good between Jay Crowder and the Suns. After game, game five, game six, he was one of the guys that was actually playing well. 
as everything started to crumble. That was before Game 7. We don't know how nasty that residue, all that stuff got in those hours and days leading up to Game 7, but it's something must have happened. So I, I think the long and the short of it is, this is good. If Atlanta really is interested in Jay Crowder, that means there's more teams interested in Jay Crowder, which... Well, to, 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 to clarify... Okay, they're not necessarily interested not necessarily in Jay Crowder. Interested in they're Jay trading Crowder. John Collins. Preliminary okay. talks around Collins. The Suns have interest in Collins. Well, Col- John I mean, Collins is making just about the same amount of money as DeAndre Ayton, yeah, so if they want to wait that long... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> well, that could be a storyline for later on. I don't see... The Suns right now, with the ownership situation being up in the air, we don't know who's coming in to to take over, taking on a contract of that size right now. I just don't. Now, uh, Shams also said, in addition, the Suns expressed interest in forwards such as Sacramento's Harrison Barnes, Washington's Kyle Kuzma, and Houston's K.J. Martin, league sources have said. Um, you know, those are all highly paid players, too. Uh, certainly Barnes and Kuzma more than Martin, but uh, three more players I like. Those guys can come in and help. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm Just, with you. I, I, I kind of, I, I think Al McCoy's um, impatience with the with the situation, as he expressed with us on Wednesday morning, he's kind of speaking for a lot of Suns fans yeah. at this point. Like, oh, yeah. All right, let's 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 do something. Yeah, l- this is getting silly. Point proven. Right. You, you still have a basketball team to run. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so that, I thought that was interesting. But John Collins, I like the, like the player, but mm-hmm. it, it, you know. A player with the contract of that size, I think Shams is right. He's also always hurt. Always hurt. Look at, look at his games played the last five years. He had two really good years yeah. in like 2019 and 2020. But Speaking of uh, playing again, did you see Kawhi? Played basketball last that? night. And, Big star- game. and started. How about that? And they won. Big game. I think he had 11 points or something. I think he had six. Six points? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And didn't he say it's going to be a long road, long road back to full strength and full health? Thanks for the thanks for the warning, Kawhi. Uh, text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, 930 on a Friday means Jared Carlin takes over with the Sports Kebab. It's Bickley and Murata mornings live from the Ak-Chin Community Studios here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings. You're on this Friday morning. We're going to ArizonaSports.com now for our poll question, and it's about ASU men's basketball. Oh, right. there. oh yeah. Big yeah. win. 25-point win over number 20 Michigan last night. We are asking, guys, how much stock are you putting into that tournament win? All of it. Well, the first option is a ton. <laughs> ASU dominated Michigan. The second option is a little. It's only a four-team tournament. That's the answer. The last one, no stock. B. Ask me in March. B. B. All right. It's B. What about you? Okay. But I, I'd have to go check this, and I was thinking about this last night. I think ASU beat Michigan... I might be totally off on this, but when they won the Maui Invitational, they went on to have a really good year that year. It was years and years ago. I believe I heard something that Michigan has not beaten ASU in like 50 years or something. That's true. <laughs> we own them. And Bobby Hurley <laughs> owns own Jawan Howard. Yeah, there you that go. Too. Bobby Hurley 
mostly has been a, like a king of the non-conference. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's lots of is. big wins in Cause his. Because Vinny's been hearing the same thing. A lot of people that we have talked to going into this year said ASU is going to be sneaky good this year. They've really got a good roster. Through two and a half games, I thought, no, they don't. The roster might be good. Yeah, <laughs> right. Two, through two and a half games, I'm like, this is this is looking like the last two years. And then for the last, you know, one and a half games, they've been yeah. on fire. 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 Yeah, fire. I'm guessing option B is winning, Sarah. It is. Yeah. 51% say they'll put some stock in it. It's a four-team tournament. 31% say no stock at all. Ask me again in March. Oh, 19% say they're going to put a lot of stock into it. They I like a little because I want to diversify my portfolio. Absolutely. Spread some around Jared's some more bonds. into soup stock than actual stock. Ooh, some right? Chicken stock, beef stock, <laughs> shrimp stock. Shrimp yes. stock? Shrimp stock. Sound like Bubba from Forrest Gump. <laughs> totally. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That's today's Sanders and Ford poll question. You can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Oh, make us laugh, Jared. We all need it going into the weekend. Come on, yeah. Well, I mean, I want to make you guys laugh, but I unfortunately today I have to start off with an apology. An apology to a lot of you guys out there. I was under the impression that last night would be the last night of Twitter, and I may have uh, tweeted some things that I regret. Uh-oh. I mean, I was not in the right state of mind. I didn't think anyone would see this stuff. I thought by today the website would be gone. So to my followers, I'm sorry if some of my tweets were a little off color. To my boss, I want to make it clear that was not actually my butt that I tweeted you. (laughs) That was a stock photo. And to uh, Charlize Theron, despite what I DM'd you, I want to make it clear that I wouldn't actually, quote, burn it all down for a mere 10 seconds in your heavenly presence, okay? (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking. I would still stand by that one. Okay, well, it is wild to see what's going on with Twitter over the last few weeks. Sort of self-sabotage the collapse Elon Musk I mean, he went from one of the great car and tech producers to reenacting the plot of the producers. <laughs> I mean, is he failing on purpose here? What? I'm not saying that Elon Musk is trying to fail, but he just hired Josh McDaniels as his new CEO. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. And I hope that Twitter does not disappear. I hope it stays around. Imagine the effect that would have on some people. I mean, instead of posting in all caps, Jay Crowder will just have to go up to people and scream his thoughts in their face. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel bad for people whose livelihoods depend on Twitter, employees, people with stock, and, you know, more people like that. Luckily for me. I've invested all my money in crypto and Ticketmaster, so I should be doing well. Yeah, speaking of collapses, how about the fall of cryptocurrency? Boy, the other day when I heard Steph Curry dropped 50, (laughs) I didn't realize it meant the millions of dollars he lost investing in FTX. Yeah, and he's not the only one in sports affected by the collapse. A few months ago, the Lakers signed an arena naming deal with the collapsing crypto.com 
And yet, somehow, that was the best investment the Lakers have made in the last two years. So, <laughs> they shouldn't feel that bad. Anyway, I, I shouldn't let all this stuff, Twitter, crypto, I shouldn't let that affect me because this is the best time of the year, the holiday season. And this is actually the last sports kebab before Thanksgiving. It is. Yes, and lots of people in the sports world have big plans for the holiday. Yeah, this is a big Thanksgiving for Tom Brady. Yeah. He's going to be teaching his son how to carve the turkey. Over Zoom while his son spends the day in Costa Rica <laughs> with his mom and her jujitsu instructor. Oh, <laughs> it still should be nice, but it has to. Yeah, I know. It's sad, but apparently Giselle has moved on from Tom and is dating her jiu-jitsu instructor. Yeah, even worse, the jiu-jitsu instructor's name, Pietro Davidson. (laughs) (laughs) Pietro Davidson. (laughs) But Tom Brady is not going to let that get him down, though, during Thanksgiving. And will also celebrate the holiday by keeping his skin the same texture and color of pumpkin pie. (laughs) So good for him. Uh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Wait. What? He's back. Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Rivers. We yeah, love he's him. Not dead. No, he's, he's around and he's celebrating Thanksgiving. You know how he's celebrating? He's having his annual Thanksgiving Day football game. This year, it will be a full 11 on 11 matchup between his kids and Nick Cannon. Full squads they could put out there now. And have subs. Also in football, in honor of Thanksgiving, for one week only, Aaron Rodgers will switch his normal regiment and start taking. Turkey dewormer medicine. <laughs> turkey dewormer. <laughs> now, he also. You think that one's stupid? Wait to hear this one. Rogers also plans on baking his signature dessert ayahuasca rhubarb pie. <laughs> rhubarb. Now, this ayahuasca. year. Adam Silver will also be avoiding. Uh, this year, actually, Adam Silver says he'll be avoiding big Thanksgiving gatherings after an incident last year. Did you hear about this? It was very sad last year. He was thrown into a pot after being confused for a turkey neck. (laughs) See, Adam Silver looks like a turkey neck in this example. Uh, But speaking of the NBA, Kyrie Irving has big Thanksgiving plans. All week he's been online sharing links to an anti-pilgrim documentary. (laughs) And you might say... You might say big deal. Big deal about that, right? But it has already affected him. Just today, Irving lost his sponsorship with large buckled hats. That's a big loss to him. And I'll, yeah, and I'll close on that because it looks like Kyrie Irving is actually on his way back to the NBA, right? They said this weekend... Uh, A couple weeks after being suspended for anti-Semitic tweets, Kyrie has completed the necessary steps to return. And look, I do not like what Kyrie did, but I think some of these things he had to do were a little bit over the top. I mean, I understand apologizing to the Jewish fans he offended. I get having to meet with local Jewish groups to learn. But having to get a second circumcision, I thought, I thought that was a little much to, to prove himself. Ouch. Indeed. Indeed. 
Very funny. Thank I you. I will never not laugh at the phrase anti-pilgrim documentary. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> funny. Buckled yeah. hats. What were they putting buckles on hats for? I don't know what Why was going not? on. If there was some sort of mix-up in the lab and the, it was dark and they yeah. had their pants on their head or something. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Oh, well done, Jarrett. The Sports Kebab every Friday. With Jarrett, you can get that humor on Twitter, at least for the time being. Act now. Operators are standing by. You follow him at uh, Jarrett GC. J-A-R-R-E-T-T-G-C. Yeah, I'm it's so on, weird. I'm... Twitter's just like... It's still around. It'll be around. It, you know, it, but you just take... We've taken it for granted that it's always I going know. to be there. And I have to stay on Twitter because uh, Instagram has told me I have a face for Twitter. Whatever that means. Oh, <laughs> it won't let me on there. Some final thoughts heading into the weekend next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata, song of the day. Staying with the theme. We had a little mariachi action yesterday. Yeah. Today we go to James Taylor. Yeah. With Mexico. Stupid story apropos of nothing. I've seen James Taylor in concert once. It was way, way back in the day at an outdoor venue in Chicago. Had a second row tickets. My buddy was a big fan of James Taylor. I really hadn't knew anything about him at all. I just went along for, for kicks. Yeah. So right before he plays this song, my buddy just screams out, Mexico! He had no idea it was next. James Taylor stopped talking and looked at my friend and said, Who told you my set list? And then he went right into Mexico. Really? Yeah. It was wow. really cool. It was really cool. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> this was James this Taylor was long, super fan. This was before the days of setlist.fm where you can check. Exactly. Now when you go to What a great invention that is. It was great, but oh. wasn't it kind of fun to go to a concert and wonder what was going to be played? Yes. I don't like knowing. Oh, I I love knowing. I love guessing. Then you know, then you then you can do the calculus of when do I leave? That's what uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's listen. I, uh, that's I, fair. I, I know. We just figured out Big's MO. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Mexico Early? Next on your playlist, <laughs> James Taylor, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Uh, a little Daily Dose of Vinnie Joe trivia for you. Uh, yesterday, Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees won the American League MVP. Record-setting season, new uh, new American League record, 62 home runs. Jo- Judge joins a long list of Yankees to win the award. Your question today, though, is before Aaron Judge, can you name the last three Yankees players who won an American League MVP? Oh, okay. Uh, Don Mattingly? Don Mattingly is one. He won yeah. it in 1985. Derek Jeter? Derek Jeter never won one. A-Rod. Really? A-Rod won it twice in 05 and 07. A-Rod won it twice, and Derek Jeter never did. Never did. Finished second once, I think. 
where Gambo is yelling out answers into oh, his phone. Oh, so is it an older? It's an older play. It's a little older, yeah. Mickey Mantle. Not that old. <laughs> is, well, here is is Mattingly the second or the oldest? He's the second. Oh, so somebody older than him. Got Think it. 70s. Reggie Jackson. Uh, no. No, he's... Um, Thurman Munson. Thurman Munson is the correct answer. Look at us. Jarrett, the closet seam head. Yeah. Closet Yankee fan, too. (laughs) Not a Yankee fan. (laughs) Thurman Munson won it in 1976. Isn't that amazing, though? They've only had... Essentially, they had three... MVPs Four in 40 awards, years. Three guys, yeah. People think that the Yankees win everything. They also right. haven't won a World Series in 13 years. And you know before when? that, they hadn't won in eight years. That is true. Man, it's bare cupboard with the uh, New York Yankees. Yeah. Bad for them. <laughs> yeah. I was interested, too. Um, I was wondering what the American League MVP vote was going to look like because, again, judging from Twitter and the reaction... Aaron Judge having the season, but there was a very loud, turned out to be a minority of people thinking, every year you have this award, it's got to be Shohei Otani's award. And he was outstanding again. He actually finished in the top five in Cy Young voting, too. Um, But he only got two first place votes. Not best player, most valuable player. Yeah, right. There's a difference. And just think now, we can deal with Aaron Judge in a San Francisco Giants uniform for the next 10 10 years. Sadly, that probably is going to happen. Shoei Otani in a Dodgers uniform. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's depressing. That that was the other thing. that The Dodgers had two. The Dodgers and the Cardinals had four of the top five vote-getters for the MVP. And yet, it was the Philadelphia Phillies that made the World Series. Um, going into the weekend, it's weird going into a, a weekend when you're not like giving our thoughts on what's going to happen in the Cardinals game on Sunday. But we'll do that on uh, on Monday. Um, and we'll get some further information on DeAndre Hopkins' condition, maybe Buda Baker's condition, Byron Murphy. As it stands right now, I, I mean, I didn't think the Cardinals were going to win, or were going to have a really hard time winning last week with all the absences mm-hmm. they had. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about Lasita Smith stepping in yeah. and the way he was featured on Hard yeah. Knocks. That was very interesting to see a guy who said it on more than a couple of occasions in that episode. I did not expect to step on the field this year. To touch year. the field this year. And then yeah. he gets on the field his first start, and by the way, block Aaron Donald. And kind of that feeling of like, oh, they'll go easy on me because it's Aaron Donald. The exchange between Lasita Smith and Kyler Murray at the team dinner, I thought was fascinating was. too. Yeah. Kyler Murray almost felt like he was losing patience with him. Like, <laughs> you're thinking too much. This is what you do on a screen pass. Yeah. Release and then get downfield and take somebody's head off. Yeah. But he, played, he, he held up very, well. very he well. Very well. I don't know if we gave the offensive line enough love for what they did. Well, okay. I, I think a lot of that was a function of the ball coming out very, very fast. Yes, that was That's was. what negated the pass rush, which was very smart. 
So, yeah, that's again, that's that's why that game was enjoyable. That's why it was different. There was a lot of good stuff happening, smart stuff happening offensively, if not flashy, yeah. Yeah. at least smart stuff. I misspoke earlier. Uh, it was Maryland that ASU beat in the Maui Invitational in 94, then went on to the Sweet 16. You How remember dare Joe you? Smith? You, you remember that team, Vic? Oh, yeah. Mario Bennett, Quincy <laughs> Brewer, oh, Ron Riley. Ron Riley. Marcel Capers. Joe Smith, X-Ray Hip, Keith Booth. Was it the Maryland team, I think? Was it? It probably sounds about right. Uh, thanks to Mike Florio, Sean Aguano, Wolf and Luke are up next. Have a great weekend. We leave you with this. What's the matter with you, Jared? You hit your funny bone? Vic, there's not a funny bone in Jared's body. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was... Whoa! Wow! Three cheers for parody. Who you crapping? Who you crapping? Who, who you crapping? To be fair, you look bad when you're in the bowels of anything. You'll never miss me clearing my throat on the air. Look, when I go to the gym, I listen to them. It's a lie. You're special, man. Yes. You're special. Oh, here, cheers. <laughs> Can't believe I'm still alive. <laughs> Myrtle, would you look at that? It's popcorn. Sex Panther. <laughs> no, I'm not buying more. Pay my elbow. <laughs> ah! Elvin, popcorn, beach. Oh, my. Jared Carlin, ladies and gentlemen. Dynamite drop in, Jared. If I was on cannabis, I wouldn't have bit his ear. I can't believe James doesn't think we're wicked piss out here in Beantown. You moron! Delicious. Step forward, anonymous scout. Make yourself known. Defensive line. I gave my love a chicken. Glory days. Glory days. They're coming, Sarah. Don't worry, Ruthless. My name is Trace McSorley. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Boom, boom, boom. Shave that beard, ferret. Shave those toes, ferret. Shut up, Jarrett. Come on, Blaine. You'd hate to be a bleep that's full of bleep. I'm a big borscht person. How about you, sideburns? You want some of this milk? Let's do it. Who stirs poo? Where are my glory days at? They call me Toebeard. Munchies are a thing. Hey, Fergie. How is one man that good looking? That's the greatest cheese I've ever heard in my life. Cover me in cheese, baby. I laughed so hard that hurt.